perfect. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Clark County Board of Equalization meeting for February, what is it, February 1st? First. Wow, first of the month. Uh, I'd like to take a second and say that this meeting has been properly noticed and posted and uh, everything appears to be in order. So let's do uh, roll call, please. Mr. Chair, oh. Scott Dugan. Here. Timothy Albert. Here. Tammy Campa. Here. Patrick Egger. Here. Kristen Lowe. Here. Okay, great. Um, for possible action, we gotta adopt the agenda. Can I get a motion? So moved. Okay, great. All right, so how do we vote again now? We gotta go to another screen, right? You have oh, to sign, sign in. in. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a little different, huh? Okay. Please cast your vote. Motion carries. Thank you. Uh, anybody here for, have any public comment? Seeing none, we'll move on. Do we have any petitioners here to swear in? Oh, well, that's true. Okay. Petitioners well, and right. staff. I, I'm looking for petitioners and I don't see many, so I'm wondering, hey. All right, let's swear in the petitioners and the members of the assessor's staff, please. Raise your right hand. Do you solemnly swear that the testimony you are about to give during the course of this hearing is the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God. I do. Thank you very much. Mr. Dugan. Yes. Uh, Marianne Widener with the Clark County Assessor's Office. I don't believe the petitioners knew to stand up and swear in, so if you could just instruct them to do that. It doesn't appear anybody stood up, but I know we at least have oh. one person checked in. Yeah, if you're gonna, hello, anybody out there, you're gonna testify today, you have to sw be sworn in. So you need to stand and raise your right arm and the assessor staff will do it again. Do you solemnly swear that the testimony you are about to give during the course of this hearing is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Great, thank you very much. And now we will get a statement from the district attorney's office on what this board can and cannot do. Sarah, it's all yours. Thanks. The County Board of Equalization may determine the value of any property the county assessor assesses and may change and correct any valuation found to be incorrect to make it conform to the taxable value of the property. Any taxpayer who claims overvaluation of its real or secured personal property by reason of undervaluation or non-assessment of another taxpayer's property within any county of the state may appeal to the County Board of Equalization in the county where the property is located concerning the assessed value and present evidence. 
If the County Board of Equalization finds merit in the complaint, it shall increase the value of the property complained of to conform to its taxable value. A taxpayer who believes that his or her property was assessed at a higher value than another property, identical in use and comparable in location, may appeal the assessment to the County Board of Equalization. If the board finds that an inequity exists in the assessment of the value of the land or improvements or both, the board may add to or deduct from the value of the appellant's land or improvements or both, or to the property to which it is compared to, equalize the assessment. A taxpayer who believes that the full cash value of his or her property is less than its taxable value, computed for the current assessment year, may appeal to the County Board of Equalization. If the board agrees, it may correct the land value or fix a percentage of obsolescence to be deducted from the taxable value of improvements or both to equalize the taxable and full cash value. A public officer cannot act on a matter that would reasonably be affected by the public officer's commitment in a private capacity without disclosing information in public to the chair and other members of this body. In addition, a public officer shall not vote upon or advocate the passage or failure of a matter with respect to which the independence of judgment of a reasonable person in the public officer's situation would be materially affected by the officer's acceptance of a gift or loan, the officer's significant pecuniary interest, or the officer's commitment in a private capacity to the interests of another person. Great, thank you very much, Sarah. Um, I don't see a lot of uh, petitioners, but let's introduce the board. Kristen? I'm going to do that in a minute, please. Oh, and it's been uh, just a second, Kristen. We all, as board members here, we got to stop talking over each other as well as the petitioners. It makes it much more difficult on the transcription of this information for future use if need be. So um, unless you're called on, let's try to keep it at a lower level. Please. Okay, Kristen. Kristen Lowe, I have been appraising for 18 years now, nine of which have been in Vegas. Um, I'm designated with the Appraisal Institute on this board and also on the Art Committee. Thank you, Mr. Ager. Mr. Ager's my dad. Uh, my name is Patrick Ager. I'm a certified general appraiser, state of Nevada. I've been doing it for just about 50 years here in Las Vegas. Okay, great. Mr. Albert? Uh, Tim Albert, uh, residential appraiser, licensed in the state of Nevada for the last 34 years and uh, 43 years total experience. Tammy, please. Hi, I'm Tammy Campa. I've, I'm a certified appraiser in the state of Nevada. Um, I'm also a broker. I've been doing this for 46 years. <laughs> She's catching me. Yeah, catching you. My name is Scott Dugan. I'm a certified general appraiser. I'm a member of the Appraisal Institute, and I've been appraising in Las Vegas since 1969. How many years? Like 54, 55? Long time. Long time. Okay, great. So let's uh, approve the minutes for the February 2nd and 13th, 2023 Board of Equalization meeting. Can I? So moved. Okay, great. Can I get uh, everyone to cast their ballot, please? Motion carries, thank you. Uh, how many petitioners do we have here? Uh, okay, why don't you guys please move down to the front of the room here? 
That way when we call your petition, it won't take so long to make it happen. And that way you can hear what I'm going to go over next. Please, thank you. I know we all like to sit in the back of the room because it's quieter. <laughs> Thank you very much. So the procedural rules are pretty simple. I'll call your case number. You come up and give your name and address for the record. And then what we'll do is we'll um, go back to the assessor's office, let them put on the case and then we'll come back to you and you can put on your case, okay? Uh, as I said previously, we wanna keep the bantering back and forth a little bit to a minimum so that it's easier on the transcribers to uh, take the dictation for the records. And uh, then what happens is after the assessor puts on their case, you put on yours, then the board will discuss it back and forth and then hopefully we'll make a decision one way or the other and uh, you always have the right, if you don't like what this board does, is to appeal it to the State Board of Equalization. And the forms are at the back desk on the left-hand side as you leave the room. Um, hopefully we can uh, get through this process fairly quickly. Now, Marianne, any, or Jamie, any general administrative business? Um, no, just to let you know uh, the remaining cases for the rest of the hearing dates, if you'd like to have that information. Sure. Uh, February 5th, we have 57 cases remaining. February 8th, 63. February 12th, 39. February 14th, 125. February 15th, 111. February 22nd, 98. And February 26th, 136. February 28th, 41 cases. So a total of 670 cases remaining of the um, 1,100 some odd cases that we received this year. Great, we're moving in the right direction to be. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, discussion and possible action on petitions. Okay, great. Let's, uh, okay, so case, case number one, I believe is 361. Great. So that is uh, Jessica Ting. Good morning. Um, I'm you got to stand in front of the microphone. This one or? No, that one. All right, and you can pull that. You can pull that down. There you go. Okay. Um, this is my first time doing this. That's so okay. Just your name. If I sound nervous. You're fine. Just your uh, name and address for the record. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is Jessica Kai. Uh, my address is one zero one six six Sequoia Glen Avenue, um, Las Vegas. I believe the zip code is eight nine one six six. Okay. Great. And who's? Uh, I, who's I'm the owner, so I'm. Or. Okay, the assessor's office. Trevay Taylor for the assessor's office. Good morning. Um, and then I have some additional copies of support that I just wanted to share. Sure. Chairman, it, if we could have the assessor's office introduce the case. Okay, you can introduce the case, please. Uh, case number 361 begins on page 491. 491? 
Okay. You got the case on today, didn't you? That's what I thought. Maybe oh, on page four ninety one. Subject prop. Subject property is two. Don't be ner don't be nervous. We're not going to bite. Okay, <laughs> everything will be fine. Take a deep breath. Okay. So the case begins on four ninety one. Subject pro subject property is two thousand eight hundred and eighty eight square feet. It's a two story home located in Sky Canyon Market area. It has four bedrooms and three and a half baths, two car garage. The home was purchased uh, on uh, was purchased on February of 2023 for six hundred and fifty thousand five hundred and twenty-two dollars. The 2024 taxable value for the property is uh, seven seven hundred and seven thousand six hundred and twenty-six dollars, and the assessor recommends no change. But that was a change from the previous. You reduced it, correct? Yes, that was a clerical error that we uh, had it the previous. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, your turn, um, Jessica. Yeah, so I believe that it should be lower. Um, I I think it should be closer to um, the sales price of maybe six fifty one thousand, just because there's been a recent sale of a home that's very similar to mine for 645,000. And if you look at um, the support that I originally uh, attached with my appeal, I believe that's property one. Um, and property one has a few more customizations that my home doesn't have, including um, tiled um, uh, flooring on the first floor and just, uh, I think, um, yeah, customized black tiles in their downstairs bathroom as well um, and yeah I think they also have a covered patio which um, is a lot more expensive than or yeah is in addition to the backyard um, which my property doesn't so I, um, in one of the packets that I submitted this morning um, I just gave a more kind of detailed um, pictures of what house what, what my house looks like and if you compare the two you can see that's very similar but um, yeah the, the house recently the house that I'm comparing it to recently sold in December and it's it has more customizations than mine and yet the, the sales price was um, lower than mine so I that's why I believe looking at a um, similar home would be a more similar home that sold is more accurate um, and also um, I was just looking at some of the um, taxable values of similar properties and it seems like um, there may have just been kind of a um, general uh, assessment of four bedrooms um, three and a half baths because um, they those those properties sold more than mine but um, we were assessed with the same taxable value Okay, just just for your, you heard us talk. We have probably, I don't know, 250 years of experience in real estate appraising in this yes, valley. Yep. Uh, so just for your information, as an appraiser, one mm -hmm. sale doesn't dictate market value. 
Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. without knowing all the particulars on this sale, and mm -hmm. if it was sold from the builder, mm -hmm. or if it was sold on a resale, not mm -hmm. knowing the circumstances, why mm -hmm. this original buyer had to get out, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't help us. So it doesn't right. necessarily. So let's yeah. uh, let the assessor, Ms. Taylor, put her case on, and then we'll see what we can do. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Gervais Taylor with the Clark County Assessor. Comparable sales analyst is on page 518. Sales one through nine are most recent, similar in proximate sales as they are the same floor plan in the, and also in the same subdivision. Sales uh, two through nine were reduced 10% to account for a market decline since they were contracted between April and September, respectfully. Uh, April or September? April and September. Of what? Of 2023. So you're making downward adjustments for the market? I'm not. I. Is that what you're telling me? We we because of the because of the closing dates. We it's already uh, have depreciation. I'm not. That's oh. what I'm saying. Okay, because the market hasn't declined. There's an undersupply of inventory and a, an oversupply of buyers presently, and has been since the middle of last year. Mr. Dugan. Yes. Uh, Jamie Jacobs for the Clark County Assessor's Office. Uh, I think just to clarify, so before we close, we, before we close our role in some of the notice of value cards, we do test against the market for neighborhood uh, because obviously newer, brand new homes might be a little bit on the high side compared to the sale prices. So that's the kind of adjustments we might make, even though the market itself is kind of recovered or from our. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I just heard right. verbiage didn't sit well. Okay. Go ahead, Ms. Taylor. Sorry. The 2024-2025 taxable value of $707,626 is significantly less than all the adjusted sale prices for similar and recent sales. It is approximately $185 per square foot of living of living area, and again, it is significantly less than any seller listing on the market. Assessor recommends no. And your valuation is about what eight percent higher than the purchase price last year, right? Fifty grand. Yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, Jessica. Any other comments? Um, yeah. So I think um, one of the properties that were used for comparable sales. Um, I believe that's property three um, on page 518. Um, that's that's a, a home that I also submitted for s similar pricing. And um, yeah, I do agree that uh, um, that home uh, is is worth more. But if you look at kind of like wh what I found on, on Zillow, just like the pictures of inside the home, and you look at the pictures of my home, there's a lot, there's a lot more, I would say, customizations or add-on they I feel like um, it, yeah I understand that you guys have a lot more expertise in uh, this subject matter um, but I think when you look at when you compare the insides of the homes you can see that my home is a lot more basic compared to some of these homes um, and there's a separate um, uh, a, a packet that I also submitted this morning that's more um, black and white, and I think one of these, or sorry, just black and white in color, not black and white in um, terms of. <clears throat> okay, Jessica, you do know that this board has the right to increase 
the value too if we don't agree with the assessor's office. Yes, sir. In other words, because you have 10 sales here, mm -hmm. the adjusted sale price of number one is 645, mm -hmm. every other sale is higher than what they have you at. Uh -huh. So the market's improving out there. Mm -hmm. So let's, uh, let's let the board members have some comment, please. It's going to be quiet, I guess, if I don't uh, well, pick on the, somebody. Um, Mr. Albert? The only resale of that model match, according to MLS, is the one she's talking about at 645. And it does have an extended living room patio. Otherwise, it looks fairly similar. And how long was it on the market? Um, 54 days, but it says total 143. Well, and the problem is they're competing with the builder, right? Exactly. True. Yeah. But um, that's the only one that's a resale. I think all the rest of these here are Our builder sales. Builder sales. I don't know. There's one at 7:30. I don't know. I didn't see that one. But um. so the question I would have. Well, number one, I don't know the upgrades. But if it's a resale, I what did they pay for it originally? Can you handle that, Mr. Albert? I'm sorry, Melody Garfield with the Clark County Assessor's Office. That listing also states that it is listed below market. It acknowledges that it was listed okay, below I'll market if you look at that listing. Okay. They paid, um, um, can I ask a question? They paid 516 in the year before. No, that's the mortgage. Uh, they paid 588, 700. In when, 22? Um, in, yeah, three of 22. Three of twenty-two, so they paid. So they basically were, most likely, it was a, it was an owner that was being transferred or needed to sell. Who knows the circumstances and potentially maybe move out of state, and they just tried to cover their closing costs and move on. And when you're competing with a builder, mm -hmm. most of us would rather have our own color of flooring, and painted walls, et cetera, and our own upgrades versus uh, somebody else's. Yeah, the only commentary towards said the home was listed below comparable new homes and is turnkey and ready to go. Okay. Uh, any other board members? <laughs> the, <clears throat> the problem you see here is we used only one resale. All the other sales are from the builder and we have no way of knowing what, how those homes were improved. Correct? I mean, I'm, you're just using the, the <coughs> transfers uh, from the recorder's office. And I, you know, I mean, this Toll Brothers home in that price range, you have no idea what those upgrades are. So, but at the same time, I mean, they've used the, the median price down at 730 versus the, the, the other median at 795. So they went towards the, you know, the middle of the range there. It's kind of hard without knowing what the, those upgrades are. You like said you only have one MLS sale at 645. But also, Mr. Ager, on the 10 sales, if you look at the sale prices, you only have two. Number three at 730, and number seven at 727. And we're 
have a taxable value oh, I agree. of 707626. So I'm not sure there's anything we can do here. No. I'm just saying that we, we just don't have a lot of information on a lot of these sales. Anybody else? Ms. Law? Well, like you said, we're already at the low or below all except one of the sales provided in here, so it's kind of hard to lower it further. So, Scott, I ran some comparables in Sky Canyon within 200 square feet of the subject. Of course, uh, some of them are older, and they're not Toll Brothers probably, so, um, but they seem to range from around 530 to 730, I think. Oh, there's that 730 sale that I think, is that on Powell Springs? Yes. All right, that one is also a resale. They put the living area in at 2880. And it sold in uh, May, or it closed there. It was on, uh, took five months, it was a new home sale too, which is the site there. Uh, developer? Yeah. Okay, great. Can I get a motion from the board, please? Uh, Mr. Dugan, real quick. Oh. Uh, Jamie Jacobs, for the record. Um, if you're going to bring in evidence that's not in the record here, you'll want to cite an address or something so that we, we would know. The address for, is comp number if three. If you're going to put any weight on any information outside oh. of what's here. Members of the board, a motion? I'm going to motion that the assessor's recommendation does not exceed the full cash value of the property. Okay, you've heard the motion. Uh, please cast your votes. Sorry, Jessica, the motion carries. We don't think it exceeds full cash value. You do have the right to appeal this to the state board. Forms are at the outside of the, uh, outside the door on the desk. Thank okay. you for your courtesy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, case 40, last name Stratton, Michael Stratton. Hello. Thanks for taking your time today. Uh, I prepared some stuff. I wasn't quite sure what I was getting into. Whoa. You've been here ever since we began. I just want your name and address for the record first. Uh, Clell Michael Stratton. Your address? 231 Carmel Sky. Okay, great. Um, Carla? Good morning. Uh, Carla Pipitone for the Assessor's Office. This case begins on page 149. Okay, great. Okay, uh, you have some additional information, Michael? Hang on, I'm, I have to do oh. my little spiel here. Um, the subject property is a one-story 2,852 square foot single family residence built in 2000, or 2022 on a 0 .18 acre, or 0 .18 acre lot. It's located in the gated community of Carmel Cliff in Summerlin, west of the Las Vegas Valley. The property was purchased for $830,000 in October 2023. Recommend a 17.5% reduction in our taxable value from $1 million 
137920 to $937,000. Okay, great. Did Michael, did this information you're going to hand out, the assessor already has? Uh, some of it. Um, I was told to bring it today with any new information. I wasn't provided Carla's information until three days before the hearing or the board meeting, so I had to prepare since then. Okay. I apologize. I, it's written more like an essay because I, I didn't know what I was getting into. Um, I'm a little nervous up here. Don't be nervous. You're, you're just a human being like us. You're fine. <laughs> yes, okay. Exactly. We're, all in the, we're all in this boat together. Gotcha. So about three months ago, I closed on my property. I found my property on Zillow after following it for several months. Um, after finding it on Zillow, I contacted my agent, made a bid on the property, and purchased a property that was listed about a year from a Zillow listing. All I'm asking is to pay my taxes on what I actually purchased the property on. $830,000. Okay, I like that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in agreement. I, let's, let's see what Carla has to say and why it went to a million, or she wants to lower it to 937 and you paid 830 and it's October, so it's only three months. So Carla, talk to us. Okay, I got a lot to say. Um, uh, you so have a lot to say? I do, I have a whole oh. page. A whole page? That's okay, a lot great. Me. That's what I like to hear. Okay, so um, I'll refer you to my comp sales worksheet on page 172. Uh, vicinity and aerial maps of the subject and the comps can be found on pages 173 through 176. And the MLS listing and photos of the subject can be found on the following pages. Um, so you know, normally uh, we we do reduce to sales price uh, when the comps warrant that. Uh, but in this particular case, it looked like a below market sale to me. So I did some investigating. Um, the subject property sold originally from the builder for 965,880 in September of 2022. Uh, then resold to the petitioner about three months ago for 830 cash. Uh, the, the MLS on that did say um, words to the effect of motivated seller or um, words like that. Um, and then the house had never been lived in, so the original owner was an investor, um, and it had no upgrades or new, no backyard landscape installed. So it was basically still a base new construction home uh, when the petitioner bought it. Uh, the developer is currently selling this base model at $1,152,990, and that can be referenced on page 183. It shows the, uh, what the builder is advertising that same home at currently. Uh, the comparable sales are all model matches to the subject and uh, located in the subject's immediate subdivision. Comps 1 through 4 are resales, and comps 5 through 7 are builder sales. In recognizing that the subject's property doesn't have any upgrades, all of the sales prices have a 10% market adjustment downward for the upgrades, uh, for the comps upgrades. In addition, negative adjustments were also made for, for the sales prices for any properties with pools or views. Sale four was a corporate relocation sale, which tends to be attractively priced for a quick sale. Builder sales five through seven are similar to the subject in that they 
have never been lived in, and their lots are positioned on the low side of the street, surrounded by two-story homes just like the subject. Uh, the sales range in adjusted values from $859,500 to $1,150,156 with a median of $957. The recommended reduction in taxable value from $1,137,920 to $937,000 falls within the range of adjusted sales prices and below the median. Uh, it appeared to me that the petitioner's cash purchase of 830 was severely below market. Um, it's also below its original builder sale price uh, a year earlier at 965, and it's below the current builder sale price for that home of 1,152,990, and that's of course with no upgrades. And there's just no uh, market evidence that this property would have declined in value um, any time recent. Um, if you look to the far right of the comp worksheet, you will see the original builder sales prices of the resale comps one through four. Um, and just comparing them to comps five through seven, which are the builder sales, it, it shows an increase in value, not, not a decrease. Um, I also, um, in researching the, the petitioner's sale, I contacted the buyer's agent, uh, Jason Ross, who stated that yes, the buyer bought a house with equity, the value is somewhere around 950 to 990, seller took the cash offer because he did not want to wait around for other buyers to get a loan. I'm sorry, I didn't know that was information. Hold it, hold it, hold it, let her finish. You, well, I'm gonna let you speak, okay. okay. Uh, so then I also interviewed the builder's sales office um, about the sale. And they said, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the original buyer was an investor who was trying to uh, flip the house quickly and make 200000 more. However, he wound up taking a loss because of the inter interest rate situation, didn't want to wait around for someone to get a loan. Uh, it, uh, it was also mentioned that good luck trying to find a home like that in this area for less than a million. Uh, so I tried. I did an extensive MLS search for similar one-story homes within mile, which are for sale or have sold for under a million dollars, and I couldn't find any. Um, the closest thing I came to was a couple 2,574 square foot homes on smaller lots, lots that sold for 970. So um, <coughs> in conclusion, I just feel like this was, um, you know, a little bit farther down on the market that we we could reduce the value to. Okay, great. Michael? Yes, yeah, so I, I guess the first question, what determines market value? If the property sits on for a year, high than low, I agree that, and I buy it in the market from a Zillow listing, meaning anyone in the whole world could have bought that property at that price. Three months ago. So hang on a second. Was it listed in MLS? Yeah. Carla, okay. You want to give me, I can give you the history if you want. Let, let Tim give me the history for a second. Thanks, Tim. You're welcome. So it, it appears that was listed almost immediately in uh, November of 22 for, um, originally for 1.19. That listing lasted 185 days, final with a drop of about $70,000, 75. Went back on the market almost immediately after that at, 1,099,900, nine, 
it finished uh, two months and it was withdrawn at a 50,000 less. Went back on the market on the same day. It went off at 994. Nine, it was withdrawn after 46 days. Same list price. The last listing was 949.9 on 923. 17 days later, they lowered it $50,000 to 899. 11 21 days later, it went to 824.9, which was the final list price, and sold six days later. For the 830? 830, yeah. And okay, it was listed at 824.9 at the time. So okay, Michael. To, to my point, six days, one day, it sold at market price at a market value. Anyone could have bought it. Anyone in. One dollar more would have beaten me. And if I didn't buy it, it would have sold for less. So I don't know how... And this is what I, 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 common sense says, these comparables from four, five, six months ago for pro from properties that are hundreds of thousands of dollars upgraded relate to my property at all. My property was bought three months ago on the market by me. After being on the market a year. Correct. So what page is the sales comparison on again? Uh... It's on page 172. Okay. Okay. So the, the question I would really have is number one, four, two, two and three back up to, a, I think, a landscape park area, walking trail. Correct. Three or one and four are elevated lots and probably have a view, probably of a $100,000 charge. Correct. Okay. Because I, okay because I've been in this subdivision. Um, five and seven. Five and seven are builder sales, which they offer $75,000 incentives. They offer bought down discounts of interest. I don't know why I'm even talking about these. I can't compete with these. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, you just need to relax because I'm, I know, tr I get, I'm trying to help you, so I, calm I down. I appreciate it, I'm nervous. Okay. I, just, so, okay, so I want to go to the sales comparison now. So, I took the time, and in my second page, there's, a, there's an estimation of the properties, the difference. I went through each MLS listing and looked at the differences. If it had a foyer, if it had a door, if it had a fan. I calculated those up, and there are hundreds of thousands of dollars difference. It's some there. Now, Ms. Collar was very polite, but I still haven't seen her numbers. I haven't understood, well, I see the 10% deduction. I don't know what the pool took off. I don't know any of that stuff. Well, she hit every comp 10% for upgrades. Correct. The builders okay. say... Okay, but wait a minute. So she hit everything for 10% upgrades, which may not be enough because if I'm giving away builder incentives of $75,000 and doing a buy-down, that could be like 125000 or maybe even a little more. Okay? Okay. Uh, there's only two properties. I guess number two and three, are, those are resales, Carla? Yes, uh, one through four are resales. One through four, okay. And two and um, three have a view. Yeah, those are the two that back up to the future walk path. Okay. The view and the pool adjustments are listed on that same page yeah. at 50,000 each. I'd have a, I would think that views and pools are probably worth a little bit more in that views at least Views at least 10% and the pool spa could be $100,000. You can't even put a little 
15 by 35 or 15 or 20 by 40 pool in for less than eight, 70 to 80 thousand dollars today. Maybe, and to be honest with you, if these are selling in the million dollar price range, those backyards probably have an eighty thousand dollar pool or better in them. The I majority agree. of them. I agree, and that's yeah. the, that's their cost. Yeah. But the market, we're doing market adjustments here. Well, we're doing market adjustments based on market, not on cost, right? Right. Okay, so those, my opinion, those two adjustments are low. Okay. Members, mem Michael, just relax. Members of the board, Kristen. I agree, definitely the pool adjustment's low. Um, Scott, yes, the uh, MLS, I was looking through it, that, it's real basic, the house, basic carpet. Plain, well, plain, it's a flipper. And, and the backyard is just grass. There's no other landscape, just grass. It's, it's actually not grass, that's like a, a virtualized thing. It's just pure dirt. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. so, the, so the picture's kind of... A little virtualized there. Oh, okay. And, okay, and yeah, there is. There's another picture with it, just dirt. Okay. And if I might say one thing, if you look at my picture, there's 10 feet or 20 feet of wall that... I, I know it, yeah, in the backyard from the site above. Yeah, you have no view at all. Okay, take it easy now. We're starting to Mr. talk Dugan, over each other. Jamie, yes, Jamie. Jamie Jacobs for the record. Uh, there's some LM, MLS pictures on page 179 and 180. Also, I have a question for... The assessor on adjustments. If you look at the original sale price, you have two that are at 1.2 or above, but they all have the same upgrade adjustment. I would guess they should have different upgrade adjustments just based on their sale price. Like you have one builder sale at 1.1 and another one at one point, almost 1.3, and they have the same 10% upgrade adjustment. I think there should have been some variance in those upgrade adjustments. Good catch. That, that actually, those might should have been maybe twenty percent, at least. So the question to the board is: Is the purchase price in the last ninety days for a home that a person bought the flip took a year to sell? Is it reasonable at eight thirty, or is it low? Um, and and n nothing against your home but it does have that 20 foot block wall in the backyard, which is not necessarily the uh, most appropriate lot in the subdivision, in my opinion. Members well, of the board. Well, Scott, going back to the uh, listing history, um, you know, there's almost 90 days of at 994, 949. I know that went accelerated pretty fast once it got to that 899, it just went or 949, it went down fast. So he probably got a deal. Okay. But I, it's, it's probably somewhere in between, I'm going to think. I would also say that a property like this, if you're buying a home in a million-dollar-plus area, you want those upgrades. So that's why people maybe didn't want this house, because it's not upgraded. Um, it was a flip. It does have that thing in the backyard. So... It probably is at the low end of the neighborhood value. Due to the lack of the finishes. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Albert, do you want to make a motion? Well, now that now good, that she good talks. Good point by Kristen down there. So, um, yeah, I think I would um, make a motion to lower it to the sale price, reconsider it next year at given the upgrades that it has and knowing it's at the minimum and 
see if he does make upgrades over time to bring it to closer to what the neighborhood is, he, like doing the backyard and so forth. Right, but we're setting the base today, yeah, so base, we're yeah. not going to look at it okay. again in a year. Yeah. Yeah. That, we, this is True. this is it. So if, if you like the 830, make the motion. and I like we'll the 830, and I'll make a motion to make it 830. Based on the information presented and that uh, we believe that the most recent purchase price, even though the list price was dropped dramatically over the last 90 to 100 or over 90 days prior to the purchase, but it, and nothing against the property, Michael, but it's pretty plain Jane, and you got, you're going to have to spend a couple hundred grand over the next uh, five, three to five years. I'm glad I didn't bring my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you heard the motion. Please cast your vote. Thank you, members of the board. Motion carries, Michael. Now, just for your information, they do have the right to take this to the state board and appeal what this local board does. Hopefully they don't, but we'll have to see. Best of luck, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay, James Sacco? Soco? So, well, I'll, when you get up here, I'll hear what you have to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Case 296. Excuse me. Name and address for the record. Sure, James Sokel. Address is uh, 11908 Barcenas Lane. Thank you. Okay, um, Carla Pipitone for the assessor's office. Uh, this case begins on page 355. Uh, the subject property is a two-story, 1,792 square foot single family residence built in 2007 on a 0.12 acre lot located in the Paseos in Summerlin, west of the Las Vegas Valley, near the vicinity of Charleston Boulevard and the 215 Beltway. The subject was purchased for 315,000 in December of 2017. Recommend no change to the taxable value of 408,163. This is an equity appeal. Okay, go ahead, sir. Okay, I did a lot of research on this property, and, uh, uh, you know, stop me if I'm wrong here, but first of all, I, I utilized the uh, statute, NRS. I looked at, uh, they're looking at uh, market value of the land plus current replacement cost of improvements minus statutory depreciation. And uh, first of all, it, it uh, they increased the taxable value by 16% on this property. By 16%? 16%. And I find that kind of amazing because I did my research and according to my handouts, everything else goes from, everybody else says it's negative two to, to uh, 4%. And I, I see no reason for that. I mean, it, it seems kind of uh, elevated to me. I mean, that's beyond 100%. And what they should be looking at is replacement costs, not, and, in any improvements, and there's no there's no improvements on my property. It's in, in the same shape that it was when we we, we bought it. What in uh, what 2017? What's that? 2017. Yeah, 2017. And uh, <coughs> looking at the other houses in the same same area, same uh, Summerlin West. There, it's it's. Uh, there's no really differentiation between the houses, none. 
I mean, it's like, it's done by this property evaluation company. Uh, let me see what it is here. Uh, Marshall and Swift, and no one comes to look at the property at all. Uh, they just, all they do is have an algorithm and, and, and well, James, the there's 800,000 properties in this valley. We don't have, right. to, they don't have time to come out to every house every year. Right. And that's, do an why, assessment. And that's why it. I'm bringing this to, to your attention because, you know, I, I, I think they should make it a differentiation because I've been a nurse for 30 years and I can tell you that if somebody came to me complaining of a headache, I, I couldn't say, well, just because you're on the same lot or same, uh, you have the same size, I have to do my, my assessment at that property or that person to see, oh, maybe it's a simple headache, maybe it's an aneurysm, maybe it's a, a tumor. So to me, I, I, I'm kind of like, you know, how can an algorithm, that's why I'm depending on your expertise, your moral and ethical responsibilities to look at this property and, and to tell me that how can this property go up by 16%, especially when you look at the comparables. I mean, the comparables, there's improvements there, they better views higher on the hill. Uh, the, the, there's no reason for such an increase. So what do you think it's worth? I, I'm saying right now, taxable value, I said TTV of $355,314.29. So would you sell it for that today, right now? What? Would you sell it right now for that? Would I sell it for it? I'm going to stay in Vegas. I wouldn't sell it, no. Oh. My wife likes it. Okay. Um, I'm a little confused on I thought this was an equity thing and versus well, it market is, so, value. But we got to let Carla put her case on. Yeah. So, uh, James, let's let Carla put her sure. case on, and she's going to go through it and tell us why she's right and potentially you're wrong. Okay, thank you. Um, Thanks, Carla. Let's see. We have a sales comp worksheet on page 360. An equity grid of model matches can be found on page 361, and an equity grid of all the properties in the neighborhood can be found on pages 362 through 366. And then following that would be all the maps and aerial photos of the subject and comps. Um, okay, question, Carla. Yeah. He did have this prior to today? Y yes. Yes. Well, he, if he picked it, his packet up three days prior. I don't know if he picked up Did packet. you pick up your package three days ago, James? Package, you mean with the game, you want to enter the building here? No. Three days ago, you could have picked this package up and seen the comparables and the depreciation of model matches and what they're assessed for in your neighborhood. Right, I did. I did. She gave me, it was emailed to me as an attachment, my comps. And that's what I'm arguing about as well as, it, okay, it, wait a minute. I, I just asked a okay. general question. Let me That's let Carla funny. let me let Car let me let Carla continue, okay. please. Thank okay, you. so um, all the comparable sales are two-story homes lo located in the subject's immediate subdivision. Comp one is a model match to the subject. The sales prices were adjusted for any differences in buildings and uh, site characteristics. The adjusted sales prices range in value from four hundred ninety-six thousand four hundred to 565,000 uh, with a median of 525,000. The subject's taxable value of 408,163 falls below the range of values and does not exceed market. Uh, now, I, um, 
I did put some equity grids in there uh, because he marked the box on here, um, uh, inequitability. So to look at those, um, the equity grid data is arrayed by total taxable value from largest to smallest, uh, the far right column there. Um, and you can see that the taxable values for the same homes as he has, same square footage, is identical at 408,163. Uh, so we're being fair and equitable there. And then um, I've put all of the homes uh, that were, I think it's all the homes in the neighborhood um, in the next grid. Okay. And you can see where it falls, his property falls on I think towards the bottom there, the page um, 365 falls towards the bottom, the lower end of the values. Any differences in the taxable value can be attributed to the differences in property characteristics like age or more depreciation, pools, patios, et cetera. So, um, so I did both the market, uh, we're not exceeding market, and I did the equitability, and we're being equitable. Okay, great. So everything in the development's at 154000 on the assessed valuation of the land, and then you have um, on page 361, you have six model matches that are assessed pretty much the same except for number one. The last five are at the 408163, which is where you have him. So... And you had that sale one at $565,000. That's $315 a square foot with no pool, so maybe it was updated. But you have the subject at $228, which is where you have those five sales. So, James, I'm not seeing... Um, I'm not well, seeing... Uh, again, I'm looking at, you know, that, that uh, uh, NRS statute and how they calculate taxable value. And they're looking at marketable value, market value, but that's only one issue. You know, the replacement cost of my house, which is a, another minus depreciation. You know, it, my house, just because somebody, market value is determined by what a person will pay for it. Where replacement cost is, you're looking at labor and materials, which is a lot different than what somebody's gonna pay. So you, you have to make a differentiation between the various properties. I mean, according to my packet, I'm looking at Manchaca, 11825. Same, lot, more acreage, even though a smaller house, but look, look at all the improvements. Right, but we're, you're on an equity issue here, and we're looking at the same model matches, and their, tax, their, their taxable value is the same as yours. So you did equity on this. You don't even want to get into the market value because the market value is probably 450. And they only have you at 404 or 408. Yeah. I mean, that's not even, that's $228 a square foot in Summerlin. That house would sell all day long for that, if not more, without even you know, questioning it. This is, this is a house that's a lot more improvements than mine. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's not the same model. What do you mean it's not the same model? Same square footage. It's smaller. You just said well, that to me. Well, I know. It, so I don't, it does, it's irrelevant to us. 
because if it's smaller, it's not a good comparable. In other words, well, if, if it has improvements to it, I would think people, when they come to look at a house, they're going to see the improvements of how much they have to put into it. And my house, you'd have to put, because I don't have any improvements since I bought that house. And, and that well, improvements But, but isn't that a personal preference on your part to do whatever you want to do to your house? I've been in houses where I can barely walk in them. They have so much junk in them. And well, the fact they, that they, you haven't done any updating since 17, that's, that's, you, that's your prerogative. You can yeah, do it's, anything it's, you it, want with that but house. It's, but it's all subjective anyhow. I mean, each person well, who goes into the house will say, hey, I, I, I like this house even though it's smaller because I don't have to update it. You know, it, it's, right, it's but your logic happens. in trying to compare a smaller house that has more improvements to your house right. when we haven't been in either your house or this house right. is illogical and doesn't impact our decision on an equity issue for your property. Well, I, I don't I'm know. just I telling mean, you. Listen, you paid 315 for it. You should be tickled to death. They only have you at 408. Between 17 and today, that's eight years, seven years. Your house should probably sell for 475, possibly or more. So that you realize that this board has the right to raise your taxable value too. I, I, Just for your information, right. we can I disagree do. with the assessor and we can raise this and raise everybody else in the neighborhood as well. But you know, when, when an assessor, in my, in my experience, an assessor is always hired by the bank to come and look at No, the, the assessor's never hired by the bank. Well, I'm just saying in my experience. Appraisers are hired by the bank. What is? Appraisers. Okay, appraisers. Not the assessor. The assessor works for the state of Nevada. So they work for all the homeowners and everybody that lives in the state of Nevada. Okay. They're a government institution. Okay. Ran so by he, the government, so by it, the local government. So <laughs> if the appraiser comes in, he's gonna, he looks at each property too. But I'll go on to my other, other house comparable value. Well, but what a, wait a minute. Are we arguing the value or are we arguing the equity? Which one is the, it? You the want? equity. I mean, I. Well, I, the equity, then you need to go to page 361 and tell me why you shouldn't be assessed equally to the six comparables that they have here. Because well, five because of them I, are that's identical. Why, that's, yeah, that's why I want to go on to the 727 Luminoso. Yeah, but that's not part of an equity. Argument. That's not an equity argument. That's a market value argument. You check the equity box wanting to that your assessment from the assessor was not equal to others in your neighborhood. And they are equal to others in your neighborhood. Well, the, we're not talking market value. We're right. talking with the assessor's value that they put on the property. That's what I'm saying. It, the assessor, by putting on property that's similar to mine, equity wise. No, not, not similar, James, identical. Identical. Okay. We have identical properties that are assessed exactly as your property is. So I'm not sure where you're coming from. Well, because I'm looking at this. There's no because. Because well, is an, that's not an acceptable word to us. Well, I'm looking at 727 Luminoso. Same thing. I mean, 0.16 of an acre. That's more than mine. And same, same, same value. And that's an upgraded. Much so just for your information, 727 is on at the exact same assessed value as you. Right. And, but here's the thing. We can't take one, set one comparable and change the market because you think it has better upgrades. The question is, 
even if it has an extra covered patio or maybe a larger, more concrete, or maybe it has new granite countertops, that's not necessarily something that they're gonna make an adjustment on an individual basis for. The fact that that property you're talking about is assessed the same as yours, I'm not sure where you're going. Well, I'm, I'm saying- So you wanna say that that's low and we should increase his and increase everybody in the neighborhood? Well, well I think they should look at, at my property and say, because there's no improvements there. We, we don't know there's no improvements. Well, we haven't been in it. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. They need to make a differentiation. According to the statute- Jamie, they, just they, a minute, James, sure. Jamie. Jamie Jacobs for the Clark County Assessor's Office. So the difference in the, the lot size, again, we're valuing a base lot value, whether or not someone would pay more or less for between those differences, it's, it's irrelevant, it's a base lot value. Again, this really shows how well our system works on an equity basis. Model matches all day long, right in the same, you know, exact same we do not footing. go into every property every year to determine, oh, they upgraded this or that. We just obviously don't have the time or resources to do that, and that's not what we're mandated by the state. We're mandated, mandated by the state to use the Marshall and Swift cost manual, treat everybody equitable, the same, and our system does that. And this really shows uh, on these I, equity I comparable pages shows how good our system works. Maybe, maybe I'm missing something here, but maybe you can help me with the definition of your equitable. So for equity is, is uh, based on the uh, improvements that you have on your property and on another property like a model match, for example, uh, on page uh, 361, showing actual model matches to yours, how we're assessing them identical. Uh, same price per square foot, same, you know, if they have the same porches and patio uh, additions to that, it's, these are all being assessed equitable. They're Equally the in the marketplace. In this case, equal, because they are model matches. matches. And whether James, you've done nothing, anything to the, your property or not doesn't really matter. What's that? And whether you've done or did anything in the meantime after they did their baseline perspective. Right, because right, that gets into the valuation part of it as yeah. far as the, the comparable sales grid. That's the market. So we take that cost approach that we use. We do the market value for the land. Those two sum together become the taxable value. And then we test it against right. the market. And that's kind of what part of what the board is here today to do is to say, are we exceeding market value based on comparable sales? And obviously we're not, we're way below the market. And then your argument uh, for the petitioner is, are we equitable? And uh, these spreadsheets really show that we are it's, it's, very it's equitable. very plain, Jane, in that it's equitable and everybody's being tracked the same. James, we're done with this. We appreciate you not understanding this, but well, that's not that. our, but hey. that's not, listen, that's not our job for you to understand mass appraising. Okay, the fact that you don't like the valuation that they have, the taxable valuation, that's a personal problem. But now, it, you have, listen, we're here to make decisions, and based on the information provided, we're gonna make a motion, and you have the right to take this to the state board and argue with them if you'd like, but uh, at this point in time, I'm gonna call for uh, a vote. I mean, for I'll make a motion, motion that the assessed value, the assessor's value does not exceed the full cash value of the property. And, and the, that it's, and 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 that it's, it's equitable. Yes. That it's equitable with the other properties in the neighborhood. I and just want to point out, sir, you know, you, you made a point about Luminoso being at 0.16 acres. There are 
uh, several other properties that are 0.09 smaller than yours. You know, right. you're splitting hairs. And well, it's like saying a, a white car is worth more than a green car. The same, the, the, the guy selling the car is going to sell it for the, or the dealer is going to sell it for the same price. Okay, it's just a personal choice thing. These are, the, the size of the additional utility in that lot is insignificant. That's why I'm saying there's differences okay. in the property. We, we understand that you're not going to be happy here today, James, and we appreciate your patience, but sometimes we have to make decisions that don't make you happy. Uh, you heard the motion. Please cast your votes. You do have, if this doesn't pass, you do have the right, uh, or if it passes, we'll be done. But if not, you can take this to the state board and argue with them if you like. Paper works at the back on the left-hand side. Everybody votes? Motion carries. Sorry we couldn't help you. Best of luck. There, I don't think there, no, there is no more case. Well, let's go, let's go into public comment, and she can make a public comment, because we can't go back to the case. Go ahead. Before we do that, sir? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Chairman, uh, we need to go ahead and vote on the rest of the cases um, that are on this agenda. Um, there are several that have been stipulated and withdrawn, okay. but we need to vote on all the remaining cases that exist that where there people did not show up today and that have been stipulated and withdrawn. If you could take a motion on that, please. Okay, I make a motion that uh, due to the lack of petitioners showing for the uh, cases today that we make a motion to and for the ones that have been settled and stipulated that we make a motion to accept the assessor's recommendation based on the information provided and that the valuations do not exceed full cash market value. Please cast your votes. Motion carries. Thank you very much. Now public comment, Jessica. But we can't talk about your case. Yeah, yeah, no, this is okay. not about my case. I just want to thank you guys again for your time and just for my own personal future reference. Um, the packet where it shows the comparable sales, is that supposed to be provided beforehand? Because I wasn't aware. Um, I didn't get an email it's, or letter. They typically make it available for you to pick up three days before? Yes, when, when they receive their um, notice and they receive their confirmation mm -hmm. letter, it actually gives them information on picking up their packets okay. um, so that they have them available to the hearing. It's actually, um, the onus is actually on the property owner to actually prove that we have done it incorrectly, but we still go ahead and try to provide that to them three days in advance of the hearing, and we always have them available in our office. So do you, do you email them, or you don't email we, them? We don't email them. They're available in hard copy. Um, they have to pick them up? They have to pick them up. Okay. We, do, we, are not, we don't have them available that way because they have to go to print. There's a whole process that it has to go into. So. And it takes a lot of time. It and does. When there's a thousand cases, we, it, the it, petitioner it has to do part. They're, they're, they're yes. part. Okay, or are you great. talking about your your packet? Yeah, I was just talking. I, maybe I just did, I missed it in the original letter that was sent. Um, I I was I just wasn't aware that there was a packet. She's but they to know whether when she should turn her, in her packet. When the confirmation letter went out, it said that they could provide any information. So when they file their appeal, their appeal instructions actually tell them to include any information for what any backup for why they believe we've exceeded full cash value or we've been inequitable. So that is actually supposed to go in when they turn in their appeal case. Um, but we still accept that all the way up to the time that the appraiser can actually 
value it, but we can't do that the day before the hearing. So I whatever they can provide to us in advance, we look at it, we will, uh, you know, and then we're making a determination based on all the information we've been given, and we look at what we have, we look at what they have, then we make a determination. So when they do bring it to a hearing, they're certainly welcome to bring it to a hearing, but we just haven't had a chance to evaluate it. So can she have her package today? She had a package. She would. would oh, she, she had it. Yeah, I, I, re I received it today. I just wasn't aware that um, we could pick it up earlier. Um, but okay. I, I know now. So thank you very much. Again. Okay, thank you very much. Have a great day. Okay. So we did public comment. There's nobody seeing that. That really was public. more than public comment, but I, I, well, think, I, understand, I think it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so I'll call for public comment, seeing no petitioners, and none of the assessors want to speak. Okay, and they're just leaving the room. So I guess that takes care of that. So um, our next meeting is February 12th. A week from today. Okay, and we have, uh, what'd you say, 60? No, 39 cases. So we're gonna work on that. Currently we have 39 cases, yes. So we're we had 21 for today and we had three show. petitioners show up. So we so. did good. Okay, great. Um, any board members, any comments? Sarah, any comments? We're okay, we're within the law. Okay, great. Thank you everybody, assessor staff, for your patience with us. And uh, meeting is adjourned.